Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the Crack Time Podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. Welcome back to the second and final episode on the world's global choke points. Today, we are going to be continuing the conversation on the most important choke points, going over their history and economic significance. We're going to be covering the Strait of Gibraltar, the Bosphorus Strait, and the Strait of Hormuz. Ready? Great, so let's cut to the chase. Let's start off with the Strait of Gibraltar, a narrow stretch of water that connects the Atlantic Ocean to the Mediterranean Sea and separates Europe from Africa. The narrowest part is only 14 kilometers wide. The name derives from Gibraltar, a city located on the southern tip of the Iberian Peninsula. The original name comes from Jabal al-Tariq, which means Mountain of Tariq in Arabic. Tariq was a Berber commander who led a military expedition through the strait. Gibraltar, which is the only place where you can find native monkeys in Europe, has been a possession of the United Kingdom since 1713 and is an important base for its Royal Navy. Of course, the British wanted to exert total control over the entrance and exit to the Mediterranean Sea and all seaborne trade passing through it. From this territory, the United Kingdom was able to control the seas during the Napoleonic Wars, defeating the French in the famous Battle of Trafalgar in 1805. It also allowed the UK to play an important role during World War II. Ever since the Spanish defeated the Moors in 1492, this strait symbolizes a border separating two very distinct cultures, the European Christians to the north and the Muslim Arabs to the south. Talk of a tunnel across the strait has been going on for decades, as Spain and Morocco have talked about connecting their railways. In 2021, ministers met and the UK government presented plans for a tunnel to link Gibraltar with Tangier, a city in northwestern Morocco. Turning our attention to commerce, the Mediterranean Sea has played an essential role in global shipping throughout history. It was famously called the Mare Nostrum, or Our Sea, by the Romans. Up until 1869 and the opening of the Suez Canal, ships to and from the Mediterranean Sea had to pass through the Strait of Gibraltar. The Suez Canal was obviously built by the French to reduce Britain's dominance through the only entry and exit choke point through the Strait of Gibraltar. The strait nowadays is considered to be one of the busiest waterways in the globe. There is a major vessel passing through it every five minutes. Some of the most important ports in the world are in the Mediterranean Sea, which include the port of Piraeus in Greece, the port of Valencia, Barcelona and Algeciras in Spain, the ports of Genoa and Trieste in Italy, the port of Marseille in France, the port of Algiers in Algeria, and the port of Beirut in Lebanon, just to name a few. There are also a few disputes which concern islands and territorial waters around the Strait of Gibraltar. The UK's territorial waters off its territory of Gibraltar are disputed by Spain. On the other hand, Morocco disputes Spanish sovereignty over Ceuta, 
on the southern part of the Strait of Gibraltar. In fact, Ceuta, along with Melilla, are autonomous cities of Spain on the northern coast of Africa, which have been Spanish possessions since the end of the 16th century. Over the years, people have come up with some crazy ideas regarding the strait. Research has been done to build a dam on the strait and make the Mediterranean Sea a lake. What an absurdity! As we can clearly see, the Strait of Gibraltar has played an instrumental role throughout history and continues to be essential for global shipping from Europe, the Middle East and Northern Africa towards the Atlantic Ocean. Let's now move over to the Bosphorus Strait. The Bosphorus Strait is a waterway located in Istanbul, Turkey, connecting the Black Sea to the Sea of Marmara, which then goes into the Mediterranean Sea. Like the Strait of Gibraltar, the Bosphorus acts as a cultural and religious divide between Europe and the Middle East. It also divides Turkey by separating Anatolia, Turkey's mainland, from Thrace on the European mainland. It is the world's narrowest strait used for international navigation. Together with the Strait of Dardanelles, it forms the Turkish Straits. In fact, ships from the Black Sea first need to pass the Bosphorus Strait, then the Dardanelles, before entering the Mediterranean. Both are equally important, but the Dardanelles are longer and wider. Most of the shores of the Bosphorus Strait are heavily settled as it goes through the heart of Istanbul, housing around 17 million people. The name derives from ancient Greek, which literally means cow passage. Historically speaking though, the Bosphorus was also known as the Strait of Constantinople. Its strategic importance dates back thousands of years. In the 5th century BC, the Greek city-state of Athens depended greatly on the grain imports from the Black Sea ports along modern-day Romania and Ukraine. It therefore maintained strategic alliances with the cities and tribes that controlled the strait. In the 4th century AD, Roman Emperor Constantine the Great found his new capital, Constantinople, because of its strategic significance on the strait. Constantinople is modern-day Istanbul. The city then became the capital of the Eastern Roman Empire, which lasted until 1453, when the Ottomans took over. The Ottomans used the Bosphorus to control the entire Black Sea, which they regarded as an Ottoman lake. The Russians, of course, hated the Ottomans, as their lack of ports made it near impossible to trade with other countries. That is why, during the 18th and 19th centuries, as the Ottoman Empire weakened, the Russians took advantage and conquered territory on the Black Sea. They desperately wanted to get closer to the Mediterranean Sea. That is a lot of history for just one narrow strait. But even nowadays, its strategic importance continues to remain. The Bosphorus is the only way for Bulgaria, Georgia, Romania, Ukraine and southwestern Russia to reach the Mediterranean Sea. Millions of tons of grain, wheat and corn flow through the Bosphorus 
as the regions surrounding the Black Sea are agriculturally rich and feed hundreds of millions across the globe. The strait is also vital for the transportation of oil from the Caspian Sea region and Russia towards Asia and Europe. Azerbaijan and Kazakhstan rely completely on ports on the Black Sea. Russia exports 38% of its oil to the Bosphorus Strait. In 2015, Russia also used the strait to send its navy to fight in the Syrian civil war. The strait is one of the world's busiest maritime passages. But interestingly, traffic in the strait was much larger during the 20th century. The number of vessels going through the strait has decreased since 2002 because of restrictions on oil tanker transit. In fact, ships longer than 200 meters were banned and nighttime transit was halted. Now that we got the Bosphorus out of the way, let's proceed to the Strait of Hormuz. The strait connects the Persian Gulf and the Gulf of Oman. It is the only sea passage from the Persian Gulf to the open ocean and is one of the world's most important choke points. On its northern coast lies Iran, while on the southern coast you can find the UAE and Oman. The width of the strait varies from around 96 kilometers down to 39. The name derives from the Kingdom of Ormus, which reigned from the 10th century to the 17th century in the area, and it literally means date palm. Throughout history, the strait has had strategic historical importance, but only during the 20th century and the discovery of oil in the Persian Gulf did the world understand its true importance. Oil flows through the strait account for around 40% of all world-traded oil. The Persian Gulf countries of the UAE, Qatar, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Kuwait, and Iran are all major oil and natural gas exporters. They all need to pass through the strait to export their rich deposits to Asia, Europe, and all corners of the world. The most volatility the strait has seen was during the Iran-Iraq war between 1980 and 1988. A phase of this war, in particular the last four years of it, is called the Tanker War. It started when Saddam Hussein of Iraq attacked Iranian oil terminals and oil tankers in the Persian Gulf. Saddam's objective was to provoke the Iranians to bring about extreme measures such as the closure of the Strait of Hormuz to all maritime traffic. This would have led to an American intervention on Iraq's behalf. This didn't work and Iran attacked Iraqi shipping and left the Strait of Hormuz open. The US did indeed intervene in the war in 1988 during Operation Praying Mantis. Since Iran mined international waters in the Persian Gulf, and an American warship was damaged from them, the US Navy attacked and almost completely destroyed Iran's navy. The Middle East is known as being chaotic, so every time instability grips the region, everybody always looks at the strait to see if oil can make it to international markets. Over the years, Iran has repeatedly threatened to cut off oil supply from the Strait of Hormuz. 
Sometimes they also like to steal a tanker or two from waters off its coast. So far, no major disruptions have happened and the Strait of Hormuz has always remained open. From the 1970s to 2010, America's domestic oil production declined and it relied on exports from the Persian Gulf. This can largely explain America's involvement and interest in Middle Eastern affairs. It needed oil to the Strait of Hormuz to power its economy. However, this is not the case today anymore. The US is now the world's largest oil and natural gas producer, so it doesn't need oil or natural gas from the Middle East. Middle Eastern exports now supply Europe and Asia. No alternatives to this strait exist. As we mentioned in the previous episode, Saudi Arabia can get some of its crude oil to the Red Sea. Iraq can also get some of its oil to the Mediterranean Sea. The UAE also built a pipeline to Oman for energy security reasons. But these are just a couple of drops in a bucket. If the Strait of Hormuz were ever blocked, it would mean economic catastrophe for the entire world. So let's hope it doesn't happen. We've gone over a lot these past few episodes. We could have kept going to talk about other choke points, such as the Suez Canal, the English Channel, the Danish Straits, and the Strait of Taiwan, but I decided to focus only on the ones presented as I felt they truly highlighted the biggest risks in the world. Just to clarify, the English Channel and the Danish Straits are very important, but they're surrounded by European countries in a very peaceful part of the world. The Suez Canal is also an essential artery of the world, but we covered the Bab el-Mandeb, which is much more at risk now and lesser known. The Strait of Taiwan, on the other hand, deserves its own episode. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Croc Time. Please leave a review and follow me wherever you get your podcast, and I'll be back next time with more insightful research.